From Snakes and Lattes, Toronto's premier board game cafe, this is the Snakes Cast, a weekly podcast where the game gurus of Snakes and Lattes discuss what it is about games that make them worth playing. With your host, Jonathan Moriarty. Welcome to the Snakes Cast, everyone. Uh, before we begin today, uh, listener discretion is advised for this episode. Ordinarily, it's very family-friendly stuff. Uh, today, however, we are going to be talking about a game that is perhaps a trifle more controversial than what we usually bring out. We're going to be talking about that game with my colleagues Mikhail Onorides hey. and Scott Moyle. Hello. And that game, ladies and gentlemen, is Cards Against Humanity. You know it, probably, if you've heard of Snakes and Lattes. Uh, it was a quiet little Kickstarter game, and then we started putting it on the shelves, and things went berserk. Everybody went crazy for this game. Um, the thing is, though, that, uh, we, that people went so crazy for it that we kind of had to find other things to bring out. We had to take steps to make sure to brand Snakes and Lattes as being not just that place where you play Cards Against Humanity. Uh, you guys ever had customers come to you saying, okay, well, we just played Cards Against Humanity and we're looking for something else. We got anything else like this? All the time, yes. Um, what, do you, what, what do you say to them? Well, the first thing I say is always, well, you got to know that there's, uh, there's nothing else quite like Cards Against <laughs> Humanity. Um, I mean, from there we can give them uh, we can give them say anything or the game of things in a box. Say anything is is a game where there's a question, you read it out to everybody else, they all uh, write down an answer, you secretly pick which answer is your favorite, and they all bet on which one you're going to pick. It's I actually try to build that one as one of the few games we have that can actually be filthier than Cards Against Humanity as long as you are prepared to bring the filth. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the game of things is a similar kind of thing. You you pull a card that's you know uh, things that you know, you shouldn't do on your first day at work, uh, things that uh, you've done on a date, it's always, you know, something. Everybody writes one down, and then it's guessing who came up with which suggestion. Uh, one of our game gurus, Todd, uh, he and I used to play a lot of uh, Game of Things at a friend's place, and uh, Todd has a really attractive sister, and uh, <laughs> when Todd's hot sister became an entry for literally every <laughs> round, things not to do at the office, things you should leave at home, things that should require batteries, um, <laughs> Todd actually stopped wanting to play it for us, though he did go out on a high note, nobody could guess in the last round I think that he ever played nobody could guess that he was the one who had written Todd's hot sister <laughs> so uh, supposing you I don't know can you imagine people actually getting sick of Cards Against Humanity do you really need anything other than Cards Against Humanity you definitely do Cards Against Humanity is a game that you can play maybe once or twice depending on the people that you play with and after those one or two times, you will see the same cards in different configurations. And the shock value of cards like being a motherfucking sorcerer, or the taint, the grundle, the fleshy funbridge, is all but gone. Like, you can still laugh, and of course you can buy one of the two expansions that we have in the cafe. <laughs> but, um, that said, the game is fairly limited in mechanics and in humor value after a while. Like, working in the cafe, you tend to hear a lot of times going through weaving in from one side to the other about three or four groups playing the three or four copies of Cards Against Humanity we have on the shelves and every time you pass by a table and they're laughing at being a motherfucking sorcerer or they're asking each other who Aaron Burr is 
It's, it gets extremely, extremely annoying and grating after a while. But, you know, they're having fun, so I bite my tongue and give them the lattes. Now, the first time you play it, I mean, the first time you go through that stuff, it's such a shock to see this. But obviously, for us who work around this all the time, yeah, like Mikhail says, it gets pretty old. And uh, it'll get old for the players, too, eventually. So where do you go from there, from that? I've, apart from, you know, uh, stuff like uh, like Say Anything or Things, which also are going to, well, they're, they're going to be dependent on the players to, to, to bring in this stuff. Um, what else can you do? Well, I'm a big fan of games that have some user-generated content, and Cards Against Humanity out of the box doesn't, right? You pick a, uh, a black card, we all play a white card, and the funniest combination of someone else's humor wins. Or it just goes to, you know, whoever played Glenn Beck catching his scrotum on a curtain hook, regardless of what the category was. Well, that's actually one of its strengths, though, isn't it? You don't actually have to be on the spot, you don't have to make stuff up. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's relaxed that way. Absolutely, but I think you get a lot more funny out of... Uh, out of you know, uh, more user-generated content. So what I will often do is suggest remixes of the game, because the content is funny. Um, it's just that they don't give you the funniest... Uh, it's it's a very limited game out of the box, the, played the way they okay. suggest. So, so, so we're going to combine the black cards from Cards Against Humanity, the ones with, uh, you know, when I'm in prison I will have blank smuggled in, and then combine yeah. that with... Play uh, Say Anything with that. And everybody writes down, what's Jonathan going to have smuggled into prison? Or, you know, uh, what's the most emo, according to Mikhail, or Brilliant. whatever. Um, so that can be a lot of fun. So you still get some of the shock, but you're also, you have to have brand new shocks Absolutely. created by the players. I guess that would probably work best with people who've already played Cards Against Humanity before. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain, even in the black cards, the category cards in Cards Against Humanity, there's a certain amount of push towards filth. But yeah, it helps if people know what they're in for. Mm. Um, I also really like uh, Telestrations, which is a game that's sort of a, it's a hybrid of Pictionary, get the clue, draw the thing, and uh, the broken telephone game where I whisper to you and you whisper to the next guy, and by the time it gets around, the information is probably not the same anymore. But what you're doing is alternating writing a clue at, that the game supplies, and then I'm going to draw it. And then I hand my drawing to the next person who has to guess what it is, who hands the guess to the next person and has to draw that clue. Um, and you get some points if your thing survives. Yeah, right. So out of the box, <laughs> Telestrations is a lot of fun, but it's family friendly. Um, Telestrations Against Humanity, where all of a sudden your starting clue is passable transvestites or two midgets shitting in a bucket. Mm -hmm. um, or an interaction lasting longer than four hours. Absolutely. Yes. I, uh, this entire episode is just an excuse for us to say dirty Name. things into a microphone. Um, <laughs> I have given Telestrations Against Humanity to a number of tables. It always does extremely well. The, the best story for me was giving it to a group of people who, I didn't realize this, it was a work party from The Beguiling. Huh. Really? Uh, the, the comic, comic book store, store down the street. Down the street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so these are all artists and uh, all industry people. And oh my god, the stuff that was coming out of there. There was one guy who drew a penis in literally every single illustration that, you know, that he got to make, just cause. As a standard for Yeah, just dicks everywhere. It was fantastic. Um, the, uh, the stuff they were drawing, the detail, because you've only got 30 seconds in Telestrations, seeing a professional artist with a half-dry dry erase marker and a, a sort of really scratchy, worn-down dry erase surface, try to hammer out a drawing of the taint, the, uh, the grundle, the fleshy fun bridge, uh, with enough context that people can get it. It's just, you get some remarkable stuff out of that. Um, and by the end, people are guessing things that are even stranger than what's in the box. 
And that's what it's all about, right? Expanding on that content. Wow. Actually, yeah. That's If you want to bring more filth, then I suppose that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pipe dream, I should say, for Something Against Humanity. I've never actually done this yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. There's a game in the cafe called Reverse Charades. Oh, that's, uh, that's a really good one for when you have a big group. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, charades, obviously, you guys all know how that one works. Uh, you have one person acting and everybody else on their team guessing. Reverse Charades flips that. So you've got one person trying to guess, and the rest of your team are all acting together. And uh, the clues in reverse charades are designed to actually be easier to do if you get got a group of people, so like trick-or-treating. Or home run. Something like that. Yeah. So and how, I, I should so... mention that reverse charades out of the box gets pretty silly. It's remarkable how many things look like group sex, even <laughs> in a collectively family-friendly game. <laughs> But when you start with, instead of the, the wholesome, and I'm making finger quotes for wholesome, I hope you can hear them, uh, <laughs> clues in reverse trades, when you replace those with the white cards, the answer cards in Cards Against Humanity, and all of a sudden, you know, you're acting out Glenn Beck uh, shuddering convulsively as he vomits forth a brood of spider crabs, um, <laughs> you get some really remarkable stuff out of there. I, I hope imagine so. someday yeah. I will make this happen. Who's going to be the spider crabs, and who is actually going to be Glenn Beck? to be Glenn Beck, yeah, exactly. How do you even convey Glenn Beck in a charade? Uh, I suppose well, you'd you have to have a blackboard. Yeah, you have yeah. to pretend to be a blackboard. You have to have the brainy specs on. <laughs> and you'd have um, to be an asshole. Yeah. Well, that's kind yeah, of a great idea to play next game anyway. Fair enough. This yeah, shouldn't yeah. be too hard. Yeah. So, uh, all right. That's can you, What else do you think we might be able to combine with this? Oh, my goodness. I mean, you could do Pictionary against humanity fairly easily. Um, basically, more any... people already know Pictionary, I guess, so it makes it a bit more accessible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and you don't need to crack two boxes to play that, right? Mm -hmm. Telestrations Against Humanity requires two games uh, to, to make it happen, but there are no components to Pictionary that you actually need to buy Pictionary for. Just so. the pencil and paper, and exactly, you're good to go. Exactly, yeah. Or Balderdash Against Humanity. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I imagine work too. you'd yeah, want to do a cull of the cards. Not all of them would necessarily work, but uh, I think you could probably make yeah, start to be sure you draw one, and if it works, you play that one, and if it doesn't, then bring out something else. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Mikhail, as the host, uh, most of the time, you wind up uh, having to, uh, to deal with the brunt mm -hmm. of that Cards Against Humanity traffic, and as a result, you have perhaps a, a more cynical and uh, jaded view of the game than some of the rest of us. I would say so. If, uh, if, if you saw more combinations like this happening, do you think it would do anything to lessen the... Uh... Of course. I really enjoy seeing people in the cafe stretch their creative muscles. When people are making their own fun, instead of just reading something crass and funny off of a card <laughs> and laughing accordingly, then it actually makes me interested in what's going on. Like, I really like I know this is weird and please don't think that I'm doing this the next time hey, you're in the cafe fuck, but sometimes if I'm within your shot of a table and they're playing a game like say anything or things in a box I really enjoy listening to what they have to come up with because it'll be about like 50% inside jokes 20% filth and like 30% good wholesome entertainment for everybody and like that kind of balance is great you get to learn more about your friends and you also get to maybe wow them with the things that you're able to come up with. Wow them in either the, wow, I can't believe you came up with that way, or the, wow, what is wrong, <laughs> wrong with you? Yeah. And uh, it's, it, it's, it's true. I think one of the things that uh, I, I'm sure you notice this and others do as well, that uh, a lot of people are afraid that they won't be able to come up with something clever or funny enough, mm -hmm. but people are always more creative than they think they are. Yeah. Most definitely. They, they, they put something down, they think it seems kind of lame, and then they read it out loud and everybody loves it. <laughs> I mean, we see that happen all the time. Um, 
so uh, that's uh, that, that's what we have to say about Cards Against Humanity. Obviously, we've uh, we've gotten kind of sick of it ourselves, and so would anybody if they played it enough. And so will you if you play it enough, despite the fact that it's just so massively entertaining and makes people laugh fall off their chairs laughing practically every night at Snakes and Lattes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great box of content, but challenge yourselves to do more stuff with that content. And, uh, and, and stretch your creative muscles a little bit, like Mikhail was saying. You'll, uh, you'll be glad you did. You'll actually laugh even harder than you did playing Cards Against in the first place. No one really remembers the time. Well, I, you know, I guess that's not fair to say. But when you put down a card and everyone laughs, then that's forgotten easily and quickly. But everyone will remember the time when Todd's hot Is <laughs> <laughs> you, you really do make it your own. Yeah. Oh, I really hope Tracy doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be sure to send her the link. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Until then, everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Mikhail Onorides and Scott Moyle. Game on. Game on. Game on. And thanks for listening. We'll have a new Snakes cast for you every week at snakesandlattes.com. In the meantime, you can follow us through your favorite social networking sites, such as Facebook and Twitter, or best of all, meet our gurus in person at Snakes and Lattes in Toronto. Until then, this is P.T. Douglas. Game on.